You know, Chris, I think it's great that you can't see my screen right now because then you don't know when to start chiming in with your like random songs or things. Yeah, no, <laughs> you, just got, you just got to wildly guess it's when to start singing. It, hey, everybody. My name's Sean Chaler. That's my friend Chris Ford, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter. And what review copy book fame. fame and review copy book influence fame. influencer chris fame. the objective geek ford oh i don't like that the objective geek chris ford is better chris the objective geek yeah yeah the objective chris geek ford, chris ford AKA. is way better aka the objective geek got a better ring to it aka influencer objective geek <laughs> i'll figure out how to work that in long story short Chris, how you doing, buddy? Welcome to Avatar The Last Podcasters. I don't know why I'm welcoming you. You've been here. Thanks for having me, Sean. For many years. <laughs> Several. I haven't, I've been waiting to get on the podcast for some time. Uh, since, since its inception. Well, Chris, think of this episode as a rebirth. Because we ran mm. out of episodes. Mm-hmm. That sounded very pessimistic. No, we're not out of episode ideas. We're out of TV show episodes for now. That's important. Anyway, I'm I'm doing doing good. Still haven't heard back about that for most shows before. Uh, which is probably bad. Although they said, uh, anyway, Monday or Tuesday. That maybe. feels long for uh, an internal promotion, doesn't it? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I'm really sorry, long. man. That kind of stinks. But anyway, it's annoying. Nonetheless, uh, no, I'm doing good. Uh, doing great, actually, Sean. Okay. Been, uh, as you mentioned before, I've uh, been reading, well, you didn't mention, but you kind of got into it. I've been reading Avatar Yang Chen's novel. I keep uh, making motions on screen it. as if you can see me and you can't. Chris, I'm holding up the novel as mm, we yes, speak. the novel. There, that one, you got it. Yes. Uh, and the reason why Sean Stiles is an influencer because I got I got both free copies to review, and uh, and so yeah, I've been reviewing, I've been been reading it. I'm about probably a third of the way through it, but we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, so excited about that. Also, tomorrow we are going to see John Mulaney. So lots of this actually this episode should be themed like which will come up later, Ep- like I don't know, things tangents. It has to do with tangents like, coming full circle. I guess. Yeah, like they're adjacent, they're relevant-ish. Oh, do you already know what I'm going to talk about coming? No, up? I don't. Did you see? Okay, good. I just, good. you know, we talk about John Mulaney a lot, good. and sometimes we good. read we read novels. So, um, I say sometimes pretty loosely. Sometimes when Avatar makes novels, we read specifically uh-huh. those. Correct, yes. Yeah, that's bad. Uh, yeah, we're going to see uh, John Mulaney tomorrow, so I'm very excited about that. It's probably just nice just to go out and uh, and uh, go to K- go to KC, see a good show, hopefully. It should be good. Either way, it's good. It'll be a good experience. Um, um, yeah. I am, I'm stoked for tomorrow. I have been... I've been out of the house, like, way more than I like this week. I've actually been in that area. I, like, never go to that area of town ever where the where the show is. I almost called it a concert. That's weird. Where the show is. But this week I've been up there like three times, and every time I drive by, I'm like, right over there. It's going to be like 110 degrees. We're going to be sitting outside. going to be great. It's going to be great. Because it's an outdoor yeah. venue. But, um, no, I'm stoked. 
we have said for years. Sorry, real quick. I saw for her that have metal chairs. So I'm not like should I wear a sweat? I'm I'm gonna wear my best pair of sweatpants that are breathable. I did not hear that, but now that you say that, it sounds terrifying. I'm gonna wear my baggiest pair of athletic shorts, <laughs> and hope that works. <laughs> hope it covers my legs it's, it's, from the it's just hot gonna plate. Be the back of your the back of your knees is gonna be burning. Just, oh, there's gonna be a mark. It's gonna well, it's gonna smell like bacon because I'm not in great shape. But yeah, I'm still I'm stoked to go see it. We've said for years. I said we as in you and me for literal years, but then also like even Heather, like this isn't uh it's not strictly podcast. Like Heather is every bit as excited as we are. So stoked for that. Um I also got a review copy of the book and that made me feel very flattered. Um which, you know, is a nice feeling. Even though I knew it was coming, like you told me it was gonna happen, and I was like, oh, okay, but then it got here and I was like, Oh, it's real. <laughs> Um, and then I did something else this weekend. I can't remember what the heck it was, but it was sort of show relevant. What was it? Oh, Chris, I got in an argument with another friend about Cora and Aang. And I mean, you kind of know my stance, but like I did an okay job defending Cora against like a cliche argument. Mm. I just wanted you to know that, that I tried my best. That's all I got. It wasn't Uh, in my head. It was really big and important, but I don't think it actually was. (laughs) I got in a, a little bit of a Twitter uh, argument. You know, the, Chris, influencers good, good, often yeah. have Twitter feuds. That's part of the, it's in the job description. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, no, it wasn't, it was always, uh, I, I follow this one guy on, on Twitter who I've been following for a while now. Uh, you know, there's a few people I'm like, oh, yeah, I would like to meet these people in public, like in real life. And, like, he's one of them. We're just, me just defending Cora, you know, because I'm an avid Cora defender. I, uh, this is a friend that my argument was with a, like a real life friend, but I wouldn't have this argument with him in real life. Like I needed the safety of Google and to sit and think Mm. about like our discussions. I wouldn't have been able to have it in real time. It had to take place over chat. So, you know, that's what a good Twitter argument or internet argument amounts to. Well, Hey, way to step up your influencer game and start fighting with people on Twitter. That's important. Next also, thing. you know, just I've, not to take away anything, just start asking for stuff, you know. I just we just asked to be to host a, a panel, got it, got free tickets. I just asked to, for a, a book. I was hoping to get it earlier, to you know, yeah, that was earlier, weird to like hey, a review whatever. copy to show up after the well, you know, what's really weird is that you know, I was reading an email from mm-hmm. I, I talked to the head of marketing manager for Abrams Books. Shout out to Abrams Books, uh, which is a publisher for the Kyoshi novel. Thanks, Abrams and marketing Uncle. manager. Oh, it's not on here. Okay, I thought it was I, on yeah, here. Yeah, 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 I'm just saying her name. She probably doesn't want her name up. But she probably is watching this show right now, Chris. You know who mm, you are, probably. Abrams, senior yeah. marketing manager. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but she's saying, like, yeah, the, the books are just hitting our warehouse, and this was probably about two weeks ago or so. So the books should be hitting the warehouse soon. And I know that other people have gotten their copies early. Like, they've ordered from, like, Books a Million or something like that. And uh, I was like, huh, that's so interesting. Like, like different retailers probably have different agreements with the de- with the um, the manufacturers of, like, hey, send this PO. And, like, the PO probably got pulled up or something like that. You know, you know we know. It's, like, PO's. prioritized in a certain way by size or yeah yeah i mean yeah or just like or hey we get the first po 
Like we're we're books a million. We get the first PO. I mean, Even let's be honest. We're just upset that we weren't the top priority. You know. That's true. I'm, I'm a little offended. By by this free gift that they sent us for nothing more than an email. <laughs> yeah. How dare they? Um. Yeah, that's kind of funny. That oh, hey, you know, fun question, Chris. Which were you more surprised at? A panel in like an actual room at Comic Con, or a free book, a review? Mm. Which was more like flattering in a surprising way? Um, probably Comic Con. I was very happy and excited for Comic Con. Like when I when I got the news, and my wife was like, "You have this very like this grin just on your face all afternoon." <laughs> and so I think that cause that was almost like a a pipe dream. Like I couldn't, I didn't imagine that we would actually get that chance. <laughs> and that was before we even had it. All right. Mm-hmm. That's that's when I was like, oh, you know, we might have twelve people or so, and so that that was definitely bigger. But I did get a good little ego boost, I think, and just a feeling of like, yeah. there's. <laughs> some... But I'm gonna answer uh, the opposite. Easy. I'm gonna say the the something about the con being local, which I know this really doesn't play into it, but it like made it like slightly less of a surprise than like getting a book from a random stranger just on our word that we have a podcast. So I'm going to go, but it's a slight, it was very close. We're talking like 45, 55 Mm. in that ballpark. But, um, Hey, anyway, Chris, you've got some, all right, we got news. Big news, Sean. Big Big, news. Like how big are we talking here? Uh, this might be the biggest news, the biggest official news since the announcement of Avatar Studios. Okay. That's pretty yeah. big. Which I did. I didn't tell you this because I was just like, all right, whatever. We'll we'll, we'll just go over it. Uh, if I had, you probably would have went quicker it's, into the news. Anyway, it's funny that you you. I'm gonna have a live reaction, and you're not gonna be able to see it. I'll like I'll That's narrate not, yeah. my reaction to you as I'm feeling it. Yeah. Uh, so San Diego Comic Con. Speaking of Comic Con, <laughs> ah man, I could have segued much better. Anyway, uh, speaking of San Diego Comic. Speaking of Comic Cons, San Diego Comic Con is. This weekend, it's happening right now. Avatar Studios, what well, Bravely Elements had a panel, and uh, they brought some Avatar Studio news. And delivered by Janet Varney herself. She couldn't be there. I don't know why. She said she's recuperating from something. I had to guess. COVID. Reasonable guess. Yeah, very reasonable guess. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, and uh, it's like she's recuperating from a headache or something. Oh, yeah, got to recuperate. Um <laughs> Or maybe it's just maybe it's just a, the simple flu. Sorry, I'm tired of being <laughs> awesome, and I gotta take a day off. Yeah, that's probably it. Um. Anyway, so she she wasn't be able to be there, but she, you know, sent a video, and uh, she was actually like reading the, the Kyoshi novel. This has nothing it, that's irrelevant, but she just happened to be like, oh hey guys, you know, doing that type of that's adorable. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, by the way, I love Jane Varney. Yes, like. I feel like she is like not only the ambassador of the Avatar fandom, but the president of the Avatar fandom. Even though she is like not nearly as knowledgeable as probably uh, she's uh, she's probably less knowledgeable than the average fan. Or about really as knowledgeable. Okay, knowledgeable of the series maybe, but like obviously she's very well informed. <laughs> yes, no, Sean. Yes, she's well. She has ac- way more access to. the 
knowledge but, that is like. But at what point does I'm, that I'm overlap about like, as as also just being no, uh, knowledgeable? You know. I mean, she, she's yeah. a little bit herself. She's learning. She's learning a whole lot of new things. And they're going through the podcast, um, and uh, yeah. Anyway, she's being modest. Uh, she, she might be. be I have she no idea. Like Maybe she's person. not modest at all, but she seems like it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, shout out to Jenny Varney. She's cool. I would love to meet Jenny. That's a pipe dream one day for me to host a panel with Jenny Varney. Chris, maybe all you have That's to do a... is email her. You know. Maybe. We're you're two for two kinda, on emails right now. I'm two for two. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to. Well, I am trying to get on the Scrubs podcast. Um, their uh, producer just like tweeted out like hey why why you want to be on the first podcast and i was like well uh you know they're running out of episodes and i too host a podcast <laughs> with my white best friend and we ran out of episodes so i think i could help them figure out how to keep their podcast going so i got a bunch of ideas you have all these uh, questions that you can ask them that they can turn into to pod shows it, you exactly yeah uh so still still uh, hoping to get on the scrubs uh, fake daughter's real friends podcast one day we i mean we also are basically to just like them in the sense that we are basically. fake doctors and real friends yeah. that's a yes, fake doctors that not that we we just aren't doctors <laughs> yeah. uh also trying to get on braving the elements one day that would be cool that's be also sick. a dream yeah. i mean they had uh, uh braving the elements in their trivia had the had a guy from a podcast that i listened to that i knew was big like it's big it was nerdificent uh which yeah. is you know like way bigger than us but like it's not like it was just a he was a podcast host of a different podcast that wound up on trivia on braving the elements so you know if we bug him long enough i know right challenge Chris my to daughter trivia? absolutely what... not yeah. uh anyway the news sean the news the so news. Dan was delivering the news uh, the news is is that the first movie out of Avatar Studios will be about Avatar Aang and his friends. No kidding. That was yeah. That was the news. Uh, That's really exciting. So, yeah, I mean, I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm excited, right? And I will support anything that Avatar Universe does. But I'm, not, I'm just curious, like, where do they have left to go? Like, that's my only thing, which we'll, we'll speculate in a minute, because uh, so avatarnews.co uh, one thing, they got they kind of got this wrong, um, although they're he's sort of like, oh well, you know, I think yeah, to move around, and then he was saying like, I think this might be the Zuko movie, because Zuko is a friend of Aang, but I don't know, I'm, I'm going to call it a little bit of like I maybe just got, you know, a little bit of wrong there. You just, okay. he's swung and missed, and that's fine. Yeah. Uh, oh. <laughs> And so, don't know if that Zuka movie is going to happen or not. Don't know if the Dwarf Core and Kyoshi stuff is going to happen because that's all. Well, those are our rumors, but this is real. Um, so the first one be he did speculate. He heard that it's going to be adult Aang, which to me that's a given. That's a, because, because it is a given. <laughs> Ah, uh, Chris, what we should have uh, done when we started the podcast, I should have been pretending to be reading like Janet was, and I, then I would have been, you'd have been like, "Hey, Sean," I'd be like, oh, "I'm just reading these here uh, yellow pages," <laughs> like holding the book upside down. Yeah. Um, oh, 
yeah, the uh, Team Avatar will be adults. And I think that's, yeah, again, that's a given. Like, you don't, one thing, they've, they've told so many stories in the comic books. Right now in the comics, Aang is like 15. And, uh, oh, you just want to see them being older. So that seems like a good place to go. Uh, but my only, like, uh, hindrance on it, that's not the word I'm looking for. But Hesitation? My only pushback. Uh... Hesitation, that's what I'm looking for. Hesitation is that I don't, I know where their story ends, right? I know, I know how old Sokka's going to be when he dies. I know that Toph is still alive. I know that Katara is still alive. I know Aang dies when he's 66. I know Zuko's still alive. I know, I don't know what happens to Suki. So there's something interesting. I have no idea what happens to Suki. Don't know what happens to Mei or Tai Lee. Um, well, Suki's like way more important than Mei and Tai Lee. I was going to say that's so. a big drop off there, but <laughs> I get your point. Yeah. And I don't know what happens to Azula. Um, so what happens to baby Tom Tom? Or I forget his name. No, you got it right, Tom Tom. Huh? Nice. Um, but, like, I am excited, though, to see, like, a production, a movie production 2D animation of Avatar. Like, Avatar, with a limited budget, does some amazing stuff. And the scale is really great. It's so grandiose. Like, what the heck are they going to do? With this budget, uh, for some reason, I feel like Aang. So what, what's? If I'm going to speculate, what I think his antagonist is going to be, maybe some type of spirit. Like he's already fought Fire Nation, Earth Kingdom. There's really no one there who gets along with Earth Kingdom people. I don't think there'll be a fifth nation. Republic City will probably be built. Uh, maybe he has to deal with like the inner gangs and stuff, but that almost seems too small of a story. Um, and also, we already seen how he dealt with Yukon, and that seemed to be like the big gang leader. So, um, I think it may be some type of spirit, and maybe we'll see what happens to Suki. Hmm. I um, I tend to have hesitations about prequels for pretty similar ish reasons of just like if you got a prequel about familiar characters like you kind of know where they wind up not that, that eliminates all the story possibilities but i feel like it usually makes things lower stakes yeah and that sounds like it'll be the case here i wouldn't have thought of suki i think that's a nice idea of it can be an ang and friends movie but be a suki story and therefore still be engaging and untold so far I'm trying to think of other yeah. like uh, other good examples. What's other good examples where everything I can think of is too much, like too farther away. Like, uh, what's the lady? I keep all like all I can think of is like Zuko's girlfriend from the Earth Kingdom, with like all these rando June? people. June. Oh, you're talking about no, no, June. no June Well, June is, is the, uh, has, June has is the giant. Yes, sure, she. She, um, I can't ever remember that thing because it's not a combo like, no. animal. And then, song. no song is the his uh, the, his one date girlfriend from the Earth Kingdom or something. Oh my gosh, why can't I think of her name? I can't either. But my point is, I, I don't, made the stupid video about it. Anyway. None of those are as good of an idea as like a Suki. But what are some other people in that same vein? Well, we don't Suki know what happens to Boomy, but Boomy's old. Like I'm like, he's gonna he got another ten years anyway. <laughs> That's not. That's probably not a great way to go. It. He's like in a yeah. rest home playing shuffleboard. You know, they got the big outdoor, like the. Yeah. Have you ever like seen? Whenever the... I this is this is 
Never mind. It sounds cruel because someone might have had someone pass away recently. But anyway. We <laughs> little desensitized to that in our house, unfortunately. Um, the there's got to be other characters out there that like what happens to those people or what would a but still like impactful characters like a, a Haru, yeah. Haru or uh, the mm, that's a deep drop right there. That's, that's a deep. Very... It's <laughs> a little too deep, probably. Uh, the people, the the mechanist from the air temple and like his family, mm, but the all, mechanist. all of these are like too deep. I think it would be more. So that what, yeah. what I'm getting at is, I think Suki is a really good idea to come to in pretty short order, like engaging, uh, unfinished story that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so that's the, that's their big news. It's gonna be about Avatar Aang and his friends, and that's very all, exciting. All they said. Hmm? Yes. The other uh, thing with the grain of salt news, but Avatar news has never. Well, actually, recently got a casting wrong, but it was a, an accident. So I'm not gonna hold that against them. Um. The uh, so there's a rumor from Avatar news about casting for the Mechanist. Actually, no. Oh, what a and, segue. I know, right? We're just segueing all over the place like it's two thousand and one. Like did they have segues back then? Uh yeah, yeah. They're not really around anymore, are they? Is the Segway the one that has like the handlebars yeah, like the, that you Okay. Yeah. That's true. That feels like what we used to think was the future, but then it just yes. turned into like skateboards. Yeah. Um so mechanists. I don't want to say this. Imagine, pick someone from one of our favorite shows to play this character. Can you give me a hint? Comedy. Can I start guessing shows and then narrow down to characters? Yes. Uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. No. Scrubs. No. Uh, what is our other favorite shows that we both actually watch? Why is this so hard? <laughs> Me and my wife watched. This, this, this is why I said this is the episode that's no. This is why I said this is the episode that's themed of like tangents coming full circle. Tangents coming full circle. Does, Another show we talked a lot about. That's You're why it's there. That's why it's going to be embarrassing when I think of it. Uh, not Big Bang Theory. I don't feel like you like that. No, I'm not a Big Bang Theory fan. You know, I was for a very long time, but I've softened on it a lot. What do I got over <laughs> on my shelf? I can't see anything from over here. Just keep thinking. You'll get it. Why is this so difficult? You've almost had it. I mean, you said Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I said... You said Scrubs. And then the, there's like one more... What's the other but thing? One, but not Ted Lasso. But not Ted Lasso. Well, and you said comedy, so I thought it for a second. But I always think of it as like a, a dramedy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right, give me one more hint. Um, so it's from the show Community. Community! Gosh, dang it! <laughs> I wish you'd have said, like, a, like a first two seasons or something like that, and I'd be like, Community. Okay, I'm with you. Go ahead. And Oh, and i got to pick a show. Is Abed going to be the Mechanist? Yes. 
That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, no, right. That's that's the casting announcement I'm most excited about. That's the... Daniel Day Kim as a Fire Lord because I fan cast myself. Chris, yeah. that's basically the first casting announcement that's made me feel anything other than like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not because they're bad, just I don't do that. Yeah, you don't know. Don't yeah. do that stuff. This is the first one that has some impact for me. I'm stoked. I'm so I can't believe like community's even right there now that you say it i can see it but you know that's a long ways away oh well yeah that's uh that's real cool. some people are like oh he's yeah some people are like daniel pooty is too old and then you realize he's actually 43 and then that's <laughs> like is... yeah that's what he's yeah, like when i'm 43 which will be nine years from now let's not talk about my that. daughter <laughs> my daughter will be uh She'll be 18? Oh my gosh. Yes, she That's kind of wild to think about. When we're oh, still man. doing this podcast in year 14, your dad will be going to college yeah. on your podcast um, time from your influencer money. Hmm. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, and so the mechanist, Dan, one thing Dan Pretty could wear makeup but even if he's 43 he could easily have a 12 year old boy that sounds perfect to me like what yeah i'm from a i'm like the second youngest of a catholic family like my dad was basically a grandpa by the time i was born like uh i was i'm the youngest of, of four i think my mom was 26 when she had me so i think my mom was at least 35 and she still had another one significantly later <laughs> just saying people danny pooty is gonna be fine but i'm not gonna call yeah him no i'm gonna call him abed abed i oh, know i'm excited for, for him to be i hope like, he, he's he can do, I, I hope that mechanist gets some more to do like give me more episodes give me more I, give me more abed that's what i was gonna say let's let's feed into this a little bit while you got him here let's let's use it yeah. savor it Yes. That's a great pulse. You're right. Everything came full circle. Yeah. Uh, one other thing about the role that I think is interesting is that, oh, dang, I forgot to bring something up in the last conversation piece. Um, now I'm thinking about it now. Voice cast. Remember that. Now come back to it. Got it. Um, the thing I find interesting about Danny Pudi being um, cast in the Life After Avatar is that they seem to be branching outside of uh, well, actually, the mechanist, it's hard to place what his, well, he's from the Earth Kingdom, so it probably has some type of but they, Eastern Asian influence. But like uh, we always Danny say, Pudi the Earth is, Kingdom is so big. And vast, and the Earth Kingdom has, when the Earth Kingdom has black people, I've seen black people on Avatar. There's two of them that I've this, seen. This or they're very terrible. dark Middle Eastern people. I was uh, going to say, is Danny Pudi Middle Eastern? He, or is he from... Indian descent. Well, I can. I'm not familiar enough with like the last I name can, to be able to just. I can. I consider India Middle East. I mean, it's still and Middle Easterns are still Asian. Don't yeah. Confuse that. I, I don't consider Indian no. Middle East, but it is. Yeah, it's part of Asia at least. Let me. I'm just curious now. Let's. I'm not sure if he is Indian. I don't think he is Indian. He's so handsome. I'm sick. I want to say, I don't know where he's from. That I 
in the show. His father came says, from Poduru, India, oh, and okay. his mother is Polish. Dang it. I was going to say Polish, Sean. Yeah. Polish. Interesting. Yes, because actually in the show, uh, Community, he says his mother's Polish and his father is uh, from is India. I think in the yeah. show, his... Well, I can't remember now. I was thinking in the show, well, I, his, I know, his his I dad his was Middle father, Eastern, but I know his father is Muslim, because he was, uh, and his mother was was like a Christian from Poland, but they, but he was Muslim, but he still likes celebrating Christmas because you know the whole Christmas episodes and stuff like that. If if any That's of this not makes me sound important, it's not. Because... I'm just curious. <laughs> if any of this makes us sound ignorant, I swear that we're we're <laughs> we're, we're trying. We're we're trying to learn. Um, no, I think, I think you're right though. I forgot about his mom being Polish in the show. That's kind of interesting. Yeah. For some reason I have that tidbit in my head. Oh. She's Polish. Anyway, uh, I that's don't know awesome where That's from. Anyway, but yeah, Danny Pudi. That's that. That's a side. That's some, that's some of the most exciting news that, which is, it's like for a D character who come, who shows up in two episodes in the series. I think I hope they get more out of him. I'll be a little sad if yeah. they don't, especially if he's like share... really good and engaging and then I'll be extra sad. Yeah. Uh, I did share this uh, sort of meme from community because the community, he's getting searched by the FBI agents. He's like, he's clean. I suffered this bootleg copy this of, of the last airbender. <laughs> Wish you'd have told he's me like, that last week. <laughs> yeah. He's like, we can, we can, we can arrest him for that. Yeah, we should tell me that last week. And he says, you can keep it. <laughs> so, I feel like this is another full circle type of deal. That is, because that's the episode with the lady from Scrubs. Yes, yes. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. That was beautiful. I think all that really needs to happen for this to come actual full circle is something to do with the Lakers being good again. Mm, not yet, Sean. Not yet. Not yet. Not this year, either. Let's be honest. Nah, we'll we'll work. We'll, Kyrie, I think, will be well. Kevin Durant stays, which but is everybody keeps likely. saying the Kyrie thing is if that's gonna be like a savior deal, and I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, voice cast. I was voice talking about voice casting for the live act, not live voice casting for the Avatar Studios. So what will be interesting is is that they'll probably get a whole new voice cast, except for Dante Bosco, for two reasons. One, they are uh, older, older group, right? Mm-hmm. So older, older cast. I'm pretty sure a lot of like Jack DeSena could still do an aged up Saga's voice. He's the actual age. Um, but more importantly. I think the creators are more sensitive to uh, better representation and they will have voice actors who are actually the same ethnicity or race or close to the characters they're portraying. Like, Jenny Varney has said plenty of times, she's like, I think I'm done voicing Cora, but like, I'm gonna uh, you know, support anything in, in the next person to come along and do it. And I think even Mike and Brian have said plenty of times that that you know, they they weren't perfect in a lot of things, and there's some stuff they would have changed. And so I'm, I am 100% certain that the voice cast will be more um, 
accurately depicted on the, the character's ethnicity. Um, I thought I could see Dante Bosco coming back, but if you change all everyone else but him, uh, although I think Suki's voice actress is Asian. I forgot. Um, but you change everyone, but him is like, is that stand off too much, or do you just cast somebody else? Even Dante Bosco isn't. Uh, what nationality is his family? He's Filipino. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. He's like at least Asian. Like, yeah, like I don't think Mae Whitman is going to come back and voice this strong native that <laughs> Mexican Inuit. That's reasonable. Yeah. Noted. Uh, just different times. Where just, does Vanessa cool Williams fit into all this? That's what I need mm. to know. Because mm. if that's not the next random piece of trivia we get to drop on people, I'll be very sad. Uh, but yeah, I think that's one thing. I don't think I was going to bring up anything else. I wrote down some notes and stuff, but I'm scared to leave this uh, video session uh, to look at my notes. <laughs> I am too. Uh, can, I'm actually going to throw a disclaimer. Like if stuff looks different, like my camera and mic's in a different spot. We, they Google kicked Chris out of Hangouts. So I'm like the last bastion of hope for, for regular Hangouts, but made us use Google Meet and Google Meet sucks. I'm not going to support it. I'm sure... No, it doesn't suck. It just doesn't do what we need it to do. Um, so maybe it sucks. I'll leave that up in the air. Uh, but, yeah, so minor disclaimer if we look and or sound a little different this week. That's just a slight transition that Google's forcing us through. And also, yeah. I moved my camera, and it's much closer to my face. And good Lord, I'm ugly. I got to move that camera back. That's terrible. Um, I can't see it. But... It's pretty bad. You'll you'll see it. It's yeah. it's, it's very close. Yeah, Not a fan. Normal face. Not a fan. Uh, but like when, when it comes to me judging guys, it's like like supermodel type of like. Oh, I get why people find them attractive. Like there's there's like a clear tier of you're either like up there or you're yeah. everybody else. Or just yeah, you're just everybody else. Yeah, like, there's no, no I, ugly dudes. To I me. totally just, get that. Yeah, I get that. No ugly people. That's not true, maybe in an emotional way. but um, And also, hey, Chris, before you move on to the next piece, I was just going to note, too, that uh, we will we'll put something out after our show, after we go to the John Mulaney show tomorrow as well. We'll put well, something. I don't know what it'll be. It'll probably be my wife driving the car home while we talk uh, and record <laughs> on one of our phones. But something will come after the show tomorrow. Even though, because I like to support John Mulaney, I won't share any of his jokes. I will protect his mm. proprietary nice. uh, goods, ownership of whatever. I don't know what I'm trying to say there. I won't tell his jokes. Anyway. Uh, Chris, right. last thing. Last thing. First impressions of the dawn of Yang Chin, which I am... Uh, about 120 or so pages into shot. You want to give your first impressions first. Well, mine came at 4 PM this afternoon and then I left the house. So my impression of this page here, hold on, let me get to it. I read the first, first, first page, not the title page or the first actual page. I would say this one page that I read right here was immediately engaging, immediately engaging. Not like, I mean, I know some of that is just hype because we've been like waiting and I know it's like a review copies got a positive impression, 
But trying to remove all that, like I'm immediately, I wanted to keep reading it right away. And I just couldn't. But Chris, more importantly, my impression of this letter that we got with our book, this highly personalized, definitely not copy and pasted letter. This was catered to us specifically, was that it was very polite. Very polite. That's my first impression. I hope you have more to offer people. Uh, I have a lot more. Uh, but again, thank you to Open Books for providing us these copies. Thank you. No, uh, thank so you, Chris, I... for getting me on the list. Yeah. I, I got that much pool. You know, you got... the Abyss of Geek. <laughs> Listen, got... everybody go piggyback a famous person. That's how you get free books. Um, so I bought, I pre-ordered a copy off of Amazon right when I was ready to order. And so that came in on the day it was released. And uh, so I started reading it then. Uh, the copy that I, so I have two copies. I'll, whenever we do our Ned's panel, which hopefully we'll do one, we should be able to do one. Fingers crossed. Uh, it was that successful. I uh, hope they oh, note we'll be... that. I keep worrying that they didn't, like, they don't pay any attention. We're going to go back and be yeah. like, hey. Like, we had a packed room. Like, it's a big I don't deal. think the other rooms were packed. Like, I've been to, you know, we've been to other things with rooms that big, and, like, oftentimes they're not. Especially at six thirty PM, man. So I hope I hope somebody took note and be like, Hey, these guys, you know, they did I Yeah. Um I... so yeah, so I'll one of these uh one of my copies will be um a uh, prize for our next panel. Uh but my first impressions. Someone I'm very much enjoying reading the book. Uh you know, I'm a that's on here, I'm an avid Avatar fan. So I just love being back in the Avatar universe in a big deal, in a big way. Like, graphic novels, when I when I get them, because they're in thirds, and sometimes they're just not as important to, to, to me sometimes. Um, but this is a it's, a, it's a, it's another big step in the Avatar universe, expanding the universe in a big way. Uh, I just love being in it. Of being entrenched in it, the world building and everything's really great. FC does a great job with with taking what he's given and uh, and stretching a little bit forward, but still feeling very much like Avatar. I think the world. I'm going to compare the excitement of this book, or like, let me think about this. It's it's a brand news story about a character with no story, so it's not like graphic novels like building off of a foundation, or even not like the second Kyoshi book like building on that found it like this is a brand new thing and i think that's where some of the extra hype comes from of of like diving back into the deeper part of the universe mm. uh my mother I'm, I'm gonna do a, a, a sandwich here i'm gonna go into the negative um i do think there's this is one section that they introduced this water water bending character named kavik that's probably kavik probably it's probably kavik because um, it's Katara. It's spelled C-A-V-I-K Katara. So it'll be K and then Vic, probably. Varic. Yeah. Varic. So then R-I-K V-I-K. Probably the same sound. So probably Kavik. That was brilliant deduction. I was trying to think of how to how to ruin it in Avatar The Last Airbender movie way. I... Avatar Yang-Chin's <laughs> companion Kavich. I think you mean Yang-Chin? Mm, yeah, young. Are yeah. you the yeah, avatar? Are you the avatar, young? See what I did there? Yeah, I'm actually pretty proud of that. Uh, so there's a scene where they introduce him. It's just like, it's just clustered and it's hard to follow. And I was just like, let's let's get back to the ancient. 
Um, um, but that's that was a small part. One bigger negative is that stories sort of went with slower burn. I don't have a good grasp of the antagonists quite yet, and I'm a third way through. Like when I get what Yangchen's goal is, but it's almost like just preemptive right now. Um, what she's doing at this point in the book, um, like with the Kyoshi novels, it was like by pay, by probably an eighth, I was like, oh, we're we're on uh, a revenge mission. We're gonna kill mofos. That's that's the goal. <laughs> We're killing. <laughs> we take people what she said, off the too. set. She said, "I'm going to kill mofos." Yes, her words, um, not Chris's. Like it was reading that was like, "Oh, I'm reading. I'm reading like a different version of Kill Bill." Like Kill, she's out <laughs> for blood, and uh, and I and I got a good sense of of um of what was happening in in the follow up novel. Um, here it's just not like. I'm just like, all right, well, I don't know who the biggest threat right now is. I'm enjoying the interaction between certain characters um, and stuff, but I don't know. Just get a better sense of what the threat is. That being said, I am loving Yang Chen. Yang Chen. So before reading this book, Yang Chen came off as like a holier than thou type of avatar to me. Because um, she's often praised as like, oh, Yang Chen was like one of the greatest actually brought great peace to, to everyone and stuff. And then we learned a little bit more about her in the Kyoshi novels that she has some faults. But even yeah. still, she was still, like, on a pedestal. At least as far as human perception goes. Yeah. And even, I think, to... In the grand schemes of, like, other... Like, when Kyoshi meets Yang Chen, there's a certain, like, feeling that I, as a reader through Kiyoshi felt of like this person is like the gold standard almost like, thank you for being a great person. She's um, the classic avatar. Yes. Yes. She, yeah, she is the classic avatar oh. <laughs> and she does not come off that way in the book. Like she's hilarious. She's funny to me. Like she might be the funniest avatar. That's not, not something I would have expected you to say at all. But it's not like she's like, Cracking jokes funny. It's just her interactions with people. Like there's one point where and it's not that spoilery. She has money and and at, at this time and this person's like, wait a minute, the avatar can't she's trying to give this person money to do something for her. And he's like, No, Avatar, an Arab nomad avatar can't touch money. And she's like, What are you talking about? She takes her pouch. And she like pours it the way they describe it. Is that she looks at him as like, "What the heck are you talking about, man?" Yeah, <laughs> like watch me and touch just... this money right here, right now. Yeah, and like she's she's way more like manipulative. Like she's like she like hires spies and stuff. She's like, you know, I, I have to do what is necessary and, and things like that. And also, there's one scene where, and I had to reread it. She's in the air temples, and Kyoshi. I'm sorry, Yangchen is from the Western Air Temple. Air Temple, and they happen to be at the Northern Air Temple. There's other nuns from the from the West from the Eastern Air Temple, and like one of them walk past her, and they're like, <laughs> they do some taunt at her, and then Yangchen goes like, "Isa, this Elisa, you gotta suck, pretty much." <laughs> like, 
<laughs> like she's making, <laughs> and then and then they're talking. There, there's there's an airball feud. Airball is a sport play, <laughs> and there's a feud between the Eastern Air Temple and the Western Air Temple. They got in a straight up rivalry. Yeah, Yang Chen is like, you guys are seven and ten this year, <laughs> and she said, you guys are seven and ten in my era. Like, <laughs> that's like that's the thing they avatars count. But this is like that's funny to me. Like that's adorable, is what that yeah. is. It's so personable. Yeah, she's way more personable. She's way more. And they they kind of say it in the they kind of commented on it in the book. It's like this character has sort of gotten to know Yang Chi more. He's like, there's the you up here you, and then there's the you down here you, and then she's like, oh okay. Um, but anyway, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying the book. I'm sure I will finish it within a couple of days. Like I'm, it's just like with the Kyoshi novels. I, it, I'm just that's what I'm doing in my spare time is reading the novel. Uh, but I'm really enjoying. It. I can't wait to see what happens because it's gonna. I still don't know what the big threat is. I'm really curious what this big threat is. Remember they talked about like a weapon of mass destruction. Like I still don't know exactly what that means. But it sounds like you are. Uh... I mean, uh, like you, you noted as complete, and that's totally fair. But like, hey, you're engaged. You want to know. You're hooked. You want to see what yes, that yeah. is. So yeah, makes enough sense. Uh, well, I look. I should have a fair bit of time to read it tomorrow. Um, it, I'm not a fast reader by any stretch, but I should at least have a fair amount of time to read tomorrow and actually get a good start on this thing. That's my first impression. Yeah. <laughs> my first impression is um, it has a great cover. It does have a great cover, yeah. I, I, uh, what was that? Let's say something about the cover. Um, all right. Okay. Oh, one of the things about, one thing that I'm loving about this period is that something, never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I made a joke to myself that I didn't want to say a lot. Um, <laughs> one thing I'm loving about this, this, I get it. This, uh, this time frame that we're in reading a novel is that we're still at the point where the avatar is just like beholden. It's so it's just so so uh, all people are so awestruck by the avatar. They're still so impressed by the Avatar, and I feel like it just declines from. I think I think it gets like it's pretty steady from Yang. It's like high up with Yang Chen, and then goes down with Quark a little bit because Quark is just like go with the flow, like whatever, let's drink and be married type of deal, and that took it down a little bit. And then Kyoshi, people are just like we're scared of her. Like she doesn't give a crap really about the title. She's just gonna kick butt and take people's names. And then Roku probably took it up a little bit. And then Aang it went down again because he was missing for a hundred years. People are like, who the heck are you even like? And then with Korra it's just like eh. and I love Korra. That's not uh that's not like a it's just a sign of the times that people became more technologically advanced. They felt people started to feel like there was no need of the Avatar. And so there wasn't this like oh thank you Avatar like blessings and stuff. Which I miss that. Like the Avatar needs to be freaking respected. 
It's it's kind of interesting to go back to a classic uh, avatar again. You've mentioned like the pedestal, but even sort of the the mythos in the time itself with like lesser forms of communication and things like that, where things more of a legend. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm excited to go further back into that into that ballpark. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, good book so right. far. Good book. I don't think it will get worse. I think it will get better from here. Once things pick up a little bit, it's a little bit of just just a little bit of a slower burn than in the previous novels. Um, well, and uh, we've got a whole car ride tomorrow during which we can read. And when we get to the with the venue, we'll depending on how early we get there, won't have our cell phones, so might have to be. We'll have to be distracted. entertaining ourselves the old-fashioned way. Yeah, which is. Yeah, I hope that doesn't become a habit for me, but all right, whatever. <laughs> uh, Chris, final thoughts on this beautifully full circle episode? Um, I am I am more excited for the Avatar Studios movie than I probably let on, and I can't wait to see what Bright has. I'm going to fully support this universe because I fully su- want... This I think this universe can be as big as Star Wars is. I think one thing is better than Star Wars already off the bat. Um, and uh, I think it's deserving of it. I can't, I can't wait to see what happens. Um, oh, another side note is that... Uh, so Netflix recently was like, oh, we there was some type of story that Netflix wanted to have their own franchise, like Star Wars or Harry Potter. And I was like, oh, they want Avatar to be that? and one piece and something else um and i'm like that can never happen for them because one thing at most they'll probably be able to at most they'll be able to tell avatar less airbender story from beginning to end and we're hoping that that even happens because netflix be canceling stuff um netflix doesn't have a perfect track record of finishing out yeah uh but at best, they do a good job and tell the whole story. Because once they get to court, Paramount's not going to be like, oh, hey, yeah, you keep telling those stories. Paramount's going to be like, no, we'll we'll tell the live-action stories now. Like, we're not going to let you keep making money off IP. Like, thanks for revitalizing it a little bit, but we'll take it from here. Like, they won't be able to build a franchise off of Avatar. Paramount won't let that happen. And right now, it's weird, because it seems like Avatar Studios and Avatar Netflix are just not they're not cohesive right now because they should be. There are two different productions, two different companies. Um, and but I don't know what my point was saying that, but point being is I'm very excited to see what Bryke and them do. I think as, you're uh, I trust them. I interpreted your point as that you believing that other people also see the potential of Avatar universe. Yes, that's my point. Yes, thank you. That's what I took away. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my point. Um, no, yeah, this universe is just going to get bigger. I think. I think it's not. It's going to be really interesting where we're going to be at like ten years from now, where the universe is going to be at. And also, I think. I feel like they're they're starting to pigeonhole themselves into telling just stories of the Avatar, 
But like, let's play other interesting things. Like, we have a universe full of people with superpowers. That's the same thing with Star Wars. Like, everything's always like a Jedi and a Sith. It's like, you got a lot more you could work with out there, you know? Like, the Mandalorian. Although, when it comes to... Well, I haven't watched Mandalorian. But when it comes to, like, Star Wars, though, I don't care about the Star Wars aspect of it. Like, I just care about the the Sith and the Jedi. Uh, I suppose. I think it's with... couldn't, Couldn't other, like, like other types of Avatar fans say the same thing about Avatar, though. Probably, probably. That's why. Yeah, I'm. I might be conscious myself. Or, um, yeah. but no, I would. I would uh, like the Mandalorian. Maybe that's why it was so exciting, is because finally it was like it was a different part of this universe that didn't need those other things. Yeah, like they can tell a story about Jet, you know, and the rough you rhino. Shut your <laughs> mouth. Uh, no, the can't. Well, He's dead. <laughs> Uh, tell a story just about Zuko and Azula. Tell a story about Iroh and how he grew up and and found himself and how Lutin died in the 600 day siege on Ba Sing Se. Tell a story about a random person 800 years ago who was the sibling of an avatar or you know anything. There's the world is freaking vast. You have the a class whole spirit world. As like told, yeah. a class reunion, but where the avatar was part of that class, but then they couldn't make it back, and it's all the stories people tell them behind their backs. Like they sucked at math. I can't believe they're the avatar. You know what I was recently thinking about, which I was gonna share it on Facebook, but it was a week ago that I had the thought. Like Jesus was probably not even a great carpenter because <laughs> he's probably a decent carpenter right because he can't be too great because you know, he's he's fairly humble right well let's say fairly. that let's say <laughs> that uh let's say that if if uh you know depending on which variant of jesus you believe in like he could have been the best carpenter just you know via miracles but like jesus without the miracles just being jesus maybe was not so great at carpentry <laughs> But then I started thinking, like, well, he's he's probably just an average carpenter, but he really should have been a fisherman, right? Because he was he was a great fisherman. He knew the best spots to fish. He just like, hey, throw that, throw that net over there. Jesus, sure, trust me, throw it over there. Man, oh, oh Jesus, we caught came out here fish. three yeah, times Jesus. last week. I know where <laughs> stuff are. Like, just throw it in. Yeah, he's like, hey, he could went to catering. Jesus, we're we're out of we're out of wine. All right. All right, all right, I got it, I got it. More wine. These are out of food. Someone, someone, I mean, guy or something. Give me two, two loaves, five, five fish, whatever it was. All right, let's we can, we can there feed this part. There should have been at least one biblical miracle where where Jesus did something with his carpentry background. <laughs> There should have, because like you mentioned, he's got these other. He great should. Stories he that... should have been. If if okay, if I was if the if I didn't believe the Bible was real, if if I was like if I was reviewing the Bible as a story, I was like, <laughs> you know what, that Miss... Jesus character should have been the one to build the ark. Really, he should have been the one. Missed opportunity to build the ark. there for mm-hmm. some closure. On like, Jesus. I'm not understanding how his skills in carpentry how it correlates with being the, the savior. And that, that seemed, they should have swapped those characters really. I even always wanted to know what, like, what, like Joseph, like how much carpentry was there to do before HGTV, you know, mm, what, did, what did people want? Shells. There's that good, 
Dang it. Uh, dang, I can't think of his name. Uh, Catholic, white, fat comedian. That should. You know him, Sean, right? Is it, it's John Panett Catholic? No. Uh, he has a beard. About? Talks about. Why can't I think of Jim his name? Jim Gaffigan? Yes, Gaffigan. Okay. That's funny because, <laughs> like. He calls himself fat, and you call him fat. But it's like he's just a tall guy. Like he's a big fella. But no, I one thing I don't consider him fat, but he calls himself. He fat calls himself fat. That's okay. Yes. She's like a Shiite Catholic. <laughs> it's a Jim Gaffigan. Joke. But, he was, but he was like, you think that Carter came up with miracles? Like, hey Jesus, can you heal my son's my son's blindness? And you also make these shelves. You know, you can do these shelves first. Cause then, yeah, you know, I want my son. Yeah, you know, I want him when he, when he's, you know, when he can see, I want him to see the shelves. <laughs> I do remember that. Uh, hey, I'm going off on a little tangent here. How long it's been, Sean? I can't see the recording right now. Which is uh, why I've been able to. It's time to go. Let's put it that way. Yes. Okay. Chris, let's sign off, and then uh, tomorrow we'll post something after yeah. the John Mulaney show. Uh, something that protects his 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 integrity of his content. But in the meantime, thanks for watching everybody. My name is Sean Taylor. That guy out there is my friend and social media influencer, Chris Ford, AKA the objective geek. I had, I've been thinking about that the whole episode, how to, how to spruce that up. This has been avatar. The last podcasters. I'll put all the contact information down in the description and any kind of reviews you can leave us on your aggregators uh, of choice or on YouTube whatever likes subscriptions thumbs up comments whatever you want we would be glad to interact with you thank you so much we will see you next time dang it that might have been too long yeah i mean it was pretty well timed actually now you went way too quiet so it just sounds like something's happening in the distance in your house mm-hmm. I probably woke up.